Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Star Henderson here, your host with this episode's thought leader, Mike Wittenstein of StoryMiners.com. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Star. It's really good to be with you today. It's good to be with you. We are going to talk about Story Miners and what that means. Uh, it's what your company does. So can you tell us in your own words, Story Miners means what? Well, I can tell you what we do now, and then we'll take that first question as sure. a second question. So what I do is help leaders turn their ideas into first revenue. We live in a world right now where everything is changing. Mm -hmm. It all starts with customers because COVID's upset their lives. They buy different things in different ways in business. They have different needs for services. So the companies that supply them or that want to supply them need new ideas. And they need to work differently in order to create the value that the customers want. So that continuum of what's the next idea that I need to do and how do I push it through my company so that it makes a difference for customers? That's what we do at Story Miners. And you need to do that fast, I imagine, right? It's I mean, your story, fast, yeah. yeah, exactly. You have an idea and we don't have much time to, to deliberate. Bingo. And you know, the thing about stories that is so cool is that they're the fastest prototyping tool in the world. When you're building a machine, you have to like make these molds and crunch stuff or 3D print it and then get audience or customer feedback and make it again and blah, blah, blah. But we're working with pencils. They've been around for a long time. And <laughs> you can just draw a picture. You can create a story. You can change the way the drive through works. Make sure that when people come into the hospital, they're greeted at the right time and the person has the right information. We just use stories as thought experiments to let everybody see what's on the same page and get on the same page. It's a fabulous medium to work in. It's very cool. Got it. As I see you describing it, and I know we have listeners who are listening, but you're using your hands, you know, you're very animated. So do stories include illustrations? This is just something you know, off the cuff. Great question. When I use the word story, it means any way to convey an experience. The key thing is that in a story, people are having an experience. So what we actually do is listen in really deeply to what customers, employees, and others want. We learn the given circumstances of a time period and of a place, and we design an experience. We literally figure out you know, the beginning, the middle, the end. Mm -hmm. I'm using my hands again for those of you that are listening. <laughs> And um, once we get that part down, the story can take any shape. It can be a podcast, a live action play, a video, a storyboard, only words, or like an adult picture book, you know, with like uh, mm -hmm. a few words and an inspiring picture, a few more words and a click to an interview. It can be a website. The channel that we pick, the, the, the style of the story that we use really depends on the distribution needs of the client and their audience. We pick that pretty close to last, but you've got to know 
what's the essence? What's happening to the person who needs to change because they're the hero? And once you figure that out, the rest of the story is easy. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's back up, though, because I'm assuming you haven't always done this. And I know stories are, um, you know, something I feel have just been coming to the fore in the last five to 10 years, right? As a mechanism for marketing. The last Um, 10,000 years, really, because they've been around for a long time. Yeah, tell us about that. You're you're right. There's a lot of (laughs) emphasis on it right now. Mm -hmm. So what did you, um, how did you get into this? Well, I think um, telling the story of where the name of the business came from is probably the most instructive. After I was the um, e-visionary at IBM, you know, the dot-com became the dot-bust. I was sitting in a Starbucks with my friend, Tom, and he said, you know, Mike, I'm going to like quit my agency because he owned his own agency and I'm going to go to work for a big corporation. I said, Tom, you're an idiot. And I walked (laughs) over to the the newsstand because I had seen the headline of the paper when I walked in. 6,000 people from Coca-Cola in marketing are losing their jobs, you know, that kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Not a good move. Yeah. So we talked about what was it that we were really good at? And both of us were great in our own media of helping companies find themselves. We could help them find their story. So right out of that, the name Story Miners was born. And we went off with that idea and we talked to six clients and we sold all six. Nice. And then we thought, I think we have something there. So that's where the name came from. And honest to God, I really never thought of myself as a storyteller. But Mm -hmm. now when people talk to me, they say, Mike, you tell a pretty good story. And I still feel like that guy from 20 years ago. Um, (laughs) You kind of it kind of grows on you. I've I've learned to like think more about story and it it really does inform the way that you, you know, that I've been growing. So I guess the, the one thing I wanted to say for you know people that are thinking about are you a thought leader? Do you want to be a thought leader mm-hmm. is the most important thing that you can do is pick something to learn because that becomes what you will be a thought leader in. People follow thought leaders because they know something and can transmit it faster than any other medium. So whatever it is that you learn, learn it fast, learn it well, and share it as much and as quickly as you can. That's all it is. It's nothing more than that. It doesn't mean you're standing on top of a mountain, that you have the loudest voice, that that you're the most important person in the world. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that whatever experience you're about to go out and have, whatever you're about to learn and how you're going to apply it is what you're going to sell to the people that want to follow you. So you have to pick what that is. And the honest to God truth is, it doesn't matter what you pick. What matters is that you do it well. That's great advice because if you do think it matters, it makes that decision very difficult. Mm. Yeah. We're not as important as, as <laughs> we think we are. That's for right. sure. Right, And it matters once you decide. I don't want to dismiss that, but I think once you decide it matters, you know, are you all in and is this the story you commit to? And, you know, are the story you're going to transmit to your followers is what I'm hearing. Bingo. And if you're not all in, you'll never be a thought leader because you won't carry the confidence. And if you're not all in, you won't go through the mistakes and the challenges and the rebuilding and the learning. And that's a large part of what people are looking for. Remember I said the fastest path to learning they want someone who's battle scarred yeah. so that they don't have to be. <laughs> right. Exactly. Some a shortcut. You go, you know, skin your knee and I will watch and learn from you. Um, so this brings a thought to mind um, is storytelling a learned thing. Someone can become a better storyteller or a story miner. 
you know, there, there are three parts to that. The first is, can you listen so that because in order to tell something, you have to listen to people first. Otherwise, you don't know how to reach them. Mm-hmm. The second thing is designing your story. And the third is delivering it. All three of those can be learned. Nice. Yeah. Now, now in sports, I've, I've had a couple of people tell me you can't coach fast, meaning if somebody's not fast, no matter how good of a coach you are, you can't make them a faster quarterback or cornerback or mm-hmm. tight end or whatever the positions and <laughs> all those sports are. Right. You just can't because you're, you're biologically equipped in a certain fashion. So what you can do is lean in to other people. If you don't do that, you're not going to master a story because it's, I swear to God, it's as much about listening as it is about talking. And here's why. When you're sharing something, half of the story is what you say. And half of it is what other people hear. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to hear it, you have to reach them where they are. Like in, in the time that we're doing this interview, there's a lot of contention in our United States mm-hmm. about who's telling the truth and who's not, who do you believe and who does, who don't you, what is truth, you know, is this right. for me or against me, all that kind of stuff. And what we're not getting is enough listening from any perspective mm. because we're all so much the same. I was an exchange student in Brazil in the former Soviet Union. And I can tell you dozens of times when at my very young ages of, you know, 17 or 20, that um, I realized that people were just people. They want to know that their kids are safe. They wonder what they're going to watch on TV. Are they going to get divorced or stay together? The common things of life that people go through, that's 90% of us is we're all alike. So yeah. learning more about people by listening is key. Designing your story. Is it okay if I go on? Is that Yeah, yeah, designing right. is next. Yep, yeah. and then delivering. So, yep. So designing your story is about picking the right character. Um and the right character is never you. You are never the center of the story. Neither is your brand, your product or your service. If you're a thought leader, the center of your story, the hero is always the person who's in your audience. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who are about to go on the same journey that you were just on. So they're the hero. Right. They are Luke Skywalker and you are Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Right? I don't, I was going to say, I don't know Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I need to figure out the hierarchy of my Star Wars, but okay. So, so you, you would be Dumbledore and the people that you're telling a story for are Harry Potters. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Great. And then delivery is the last part. And that's the part where um, people think there's a lot more like, you know, do you have charisma? Do you have stage appeal? Can you be on TV? Do you smile? How is your face? I thought of myself as so like nondescript and boring and monotone. And sometimes when I look at videos, I still do that. But when I remember, when I remember that I'm there to talk about other people and to, to give them tools that they need. My, like right now, my attention is not on me. It's on you and through you, it's on your audience. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it more interesting. So yes, all three of those things can be learned. Some people have to try harder in some areas than others, right. but those are the three things. Listen, design, deliver. Got it. And you just, you know, you've reiterated a theme that we come up with, uh, with all our guests. It's not about us. It's about our followers. We're not leaders if we don't have followers and that's who it needs to be about. So um, great, great point and illustration. Absolutely. There. 
Now illustrate for us though, that process with a client and um, tell us about an impact that you've had with your clients or audience. Okay. You're talking about the story part? Sure. Yeah. Helping a company um, earn their profit, right? Through story mining. Okay, cool. Well, we've um, one of the things that we do at StoryMiners is we measure our success in terms of our clients' success. So we find out how do you measure? Sometimes it's cash, sometimes it's you know counting customers, sometimes it's an emotion. And we've calculated that it's a little over two billion dollars so far. Little teeny story miners. Yeah. And that makes me feel really, really good because I know that we're giving our customers what they need and what they need is what their customers need. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one of the first things we do when we're working on a story is we help our clients figure out what's their reason for being. It's different than mission, vision, values, because those are like aspirational. And usually they're created with too much beer and not enough time. And they're kind of broad. You know, they like, say too much oh, beer. Well, people like do them during retreats. And Got it. Okay. Oh, well, it's time for some beer. Let's have some beer. And they keep working. It's like, <laughs> All right. it's not that the, the work sometimes isn't that good. You just yeah. look at some of these reasons for being and some of these mission statements and you go like, okay, you could be a lollipop manufacturer and have the same reason, the same mission as this other guy. So Got it. anyway, um, so the way that we help them create value is to get really clear on who they are and then on who their customers are. Mm -hmm. When they can start to see their customers as the customers see themselves, the lights go on. The next thing that we help them to do in terms of epiphanies is see how their customers see them. And that's the jaw dropping. No, we're not that company. Yes, you are that company. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't want to be that company. Right. For better okay, or worse. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. That's when the that's when the real valuable conversations have. You've got to find a way to get inside your under your customer's skin to wake them up to the idea that it's not all about them. Just like in a thought leader business, the people that you're working with are looking for your guidance so they can make changes in their world and help their customers. The right. companies have to realize that they have to adapt to their customers' needs. Now, there are some companies that'll say, you know, we don't really need to adapt. We just need to switch out our customers. And that's a perfectly okay strategy too. Mm -hmm. By the same token, attention, joke coming, one of the <laughs> best definitions of change management, you know, on a slow moving company that just won't move mm -hmm. is to change the management. Uh -huh. <laughs> Sometimes people just kind of get stuck. Right. So creating the, creating the value is all about um, listening to the customers, knowing who you are, seeing how they see you and being willing to make those changes. So the way we do it with story is we give them a picture of the future. We call it a future story where it's almost like, um, do you ever, have you ever heard of the word dramaturgy? No, but I it's have the, noticed on your website, your vocabulary and some words on there are, are fun to explore too. If oh, you good, want to good. do that at storyminers.com, but tell us. Yeah. So uh, dramaturgy is what uh, like James Cameron did when um, he did Titanic. And I think he also did Avatar, right? Was that him? Got Whoever me. did Avatar. So <laughs> right. they, they commissioned this big book about the Navi people, you know, the tall blue people. Sure. And it included notes on their rituals, their language, how they fall in love. What did they think about cooking? What were their priorities? How did mm -hmm. their laws work? What happened when there was a disagreement? All that stuff got written down. It was all made up. Right. But it gave context. It gave mm -hmm. it gave a sense of reality because you could you could um, tell a story based on an entire context. 
And when you can do that, you're doing just what actors do when they walk on stage and they start the play. They're standing there in tights and they're reciting Shakespearean words, but you kind of believe it's true because <laughs> everything fits together. So the trick with telling a story is to um, design the entire experience so that people can go, all those given circumstances are possible. Yes, we're going to have new, I'm making up a company. Yes, we're going to have new distribution and a new technology platform and electric trucks. And we're going to have everybody at 15 bucks an hour or more. And we're going to have international interns, blah, blah, blah. Let's imagine those are all parts of the strategy. Well, you design that into the experience and then you tell the, the story of somebody working a day in that company. And all of a sudden people go, that could be me. I can right. do that. Yeah, they can and see that's themselves. how future story works. Yeah. And I think the lesson here is it's truly is mining. We're not going in the first, um, you know, basement floor, the second basement floor. We're going deeper layer by layer. And when you're talking, I'm just, I mean, I grew up in a mining town, so I'm just like watching these guys go down, go down, go down, you know, you know, as much as 400. Well, I, I, maybe I pulled that number out of there, but you know, at 200 feet in the ground. So you're really digging um, to get to your customers and their customers and then the customers' lives. Bingo. And to put it in mining terms, here's what we're looking for. A lot of people, they want um, like quick wins, which would be the equivalent of finding a little bit of, you know, gold flakes in the water, you know, the river that runs by. The more serious miners are going to dig under the earth. They're going to turn over some ground and they're going to find some gold nuggets. Mm -hmm. They're also going to find some fool's gold, but they'll know the difference. The really smart ones, the really successful ones, they look for the gold vein. Because once you find that vein, once you find that core of what a company is all about, who their customers are, and you build that story, you can follow that vein to all kinds of other places, which represent, in my opinion, customers' unmet needs. Your company has to be best at what your customers want most. Yes, before they know they need it. Yeah, where, where do they need you? And then you can be the first one in with a service. They already trust you. You're adaptive. You make a few changes, boom, there's another, you know, a new, a new service line or a new revenue source for you. Got it. All I got to say to that is Eureka. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. So that's at storyminers.com. There's several ways that you help people mine stories, but I want to kind of t- um, turn real quick and ask you about a book that's changed your life. Well, Thanks. actually, the book that changed my life the most was written by one of my mentors. His name is Stephen Heckel. He was the director of central planning at IBM until he quit because he said central planning no longer works. Hmm. This was back in the late 1990s. He wrote this book called Adaptive Enterprise. It comes with a workbook as well. But this rocked my world. And it was through this that we were able to deliver that, you know, more than a billion, two billion dollars worth of value. His premise is that when you're designing a business, you shouldn't do it around information and power hierarchy. So it's not a pyramid chart. Mm-hmm. It's more like um, jobs to be done. You start with a request from the customer and you organize your business internally so that you're very good at delivering that. The other thing that comes with that is not all value has to come from creation of products, delivery of services, or exchange of money. The way people feel is Mm -hmm. also a valued outcome. So a Disney experience is so different than a Six Flags experience. It's engineered to be that way. So the value comes from the safety that you feel. Like if your kid gets lost in Disney World, parents get upset, but they don't go crazy because 
there's so many people there watching for the kids. They know the safety protocols are in place. You don't find that at your local fairground. Right. You know? No. And that you got a princess in charge of the, you know, the, the room where the kids are, you know, the lost kids are probably yeah, Wendy, exactly. Wendy and Peter yeah. Pan or something. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So um, I wanted to just wrap up by mentioning storyminers.com slash a y a y a m a you ask Mike answers. So I know you've dug into a lot of theory here um, and shared a lot of your experiences, but audience, if you want to um, reach out to Mike, you can go to storyminers.com, Y-A-M-A. You can ask a question via video. He'll respond. Um, you know, that video will be confidential, but he'll answer your story or your question via a video. And I think that's amazing. I think people, that's that personal yeah. touch. Hey, that hey, the, the way that works is at storyminers.com slash Y-A-M-A. They ask me a private question and I'll give a public answer. I'll only use first names and I can change it if you want to. You can just tell me when you respond. Sure. And it's kind of fun when you go there. We're trying something new. Um, you can send me a little text after you, you know, when you're, when you watch the little video at that point. And you can also send me a video if you want to. So if you send me a video, I'll send you one back. You can also use your voice, but I'll, I won't show anything that you do. I'll just show, you know, just show your question, mention your name. If you want me to tag you, let me know. Happy to sure. do that. That's and Star, thank you so much. This has oh, yeah. been so much fun. You, you, you get it so well. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I just thought that that was a beautiful reminder that our questions um, are usually the same questions that other people have. And that's why you give a public answer. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. It was a pleasure. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.